coconut whipped cream. Just the like <laughs> like the physical like whipped actual whipped cream. Why? I'm bringing chaotic energy. It's my chaser. Oh my god. <laughs> I I literally have no words. I decided to bring entropy to the table tonight. Just tonight, not other yeah, nights. Just say, this one. Oh right, yeah. Just this one. Just right now. No, get your mouth as close. Get your mouth and that nozzle <laughs> as close to the mic as possible, please. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh huh. Really get up in there. Uh huh. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Do you think it's going to be effective as a chaser? I feel like yeah. I feel like this actually might go. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All the power to you. Welcome back to Don't Drink in Dungeons and Dragons, or Don't D and D for short. It is I, your venerable dungeon master, Jason Miyamoto, and mm. joining us as always is our favorite player, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. hello, and thank you. Quite, quite welcome, Hannah. Are you ready to take a shot for the things we fucked up last time? Oh, you know I am. I don't honestly remember most of last I'm, episode. I'm gonna say you're taking the words out of my mouth. Great, great, great. Do I put some of this on here, do you think? No, just no. I mean, you do you. Oh, okay. <laughs> this might be the death of me. It'll be the death of me. All right. Drink Cheers. up. Cheers. Here we go. And verdict? Oh, oh, oh. She's going, oh, heavy whipped cream. Yeah. Actually... <laughs> Fucking incredible. <laughs> Fucking Happy delicious. For you. I knew you would hate this, but the problem is I really did. This is the, it's a double problem because I was like, Jason's going to hate this. Uh-huh. I want to bring it because I know he'll hate it. Sure. Of course. But that's not the case. I actually brought it because I wanted it, which makes you hate it much, so much more, more genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I if mean? If you genuinely believed that that would be a good chaser and it's something you actually wanted to eat, yeah, it's it's much That's worse. That's the problem. It's so much worse. 100%. And I know that going in, mm. I, it's just, it's it's all it's a layers. weird meta layers experience. On layers. It of is course, layers on layers. Of course, of course. Hi, my name's Gordon Ramsay. It's about to get fucked up. Would you like to go first? Um... I would like to go first because Amazing. first is the worst. Um, Second is the best. Give me three rules about mounted combat. Uh, great. Uh, just like general mounted combat. Yeah, like tell me about. Um, okay, so one, one rule about- is you're mm-hmm. you're mounted on on something. Um, That's so, so good, but it doesn't one. quite get you. Crossed doesn't off the tick list. Any boxes. Done. Great. Nope. Uh, accepted answer. Love that. <laughs> no. um, the second rule is you're in, you have to be in combat to enact any rules about mounted combat. Um, so it's number two. <clears throat> Crossed yeah, off the list. Not not gonna work. <laughs> um, so I assume to to ride something, it has to be uh, one size larger than you, ding, like ding, a creature ding, size. Ding, ding. Oh God, Hannah! You know I add those in after, right? You know you don't have to do that. Dirt. Okay, great. It seems fun. Um, 
Now I'm just going to splice you doing that every time <laughs> oh, I get a, anyone gets a question right. So to it's your own. Jen's own detriment. <laughs> Truly. To everyone's own detriment. Um, then, so once you're like on your large, one size larger than you creature, um, uh, I think mounting or dismounting requires an action. I don't know if that's something you were looking for. No. Um, mounting and dismounting it does not require an action. It takes from movement. Ten, five feet of movement? Ten feet of movement? One it actually two. just takes half your speed. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, that's it's interesting. It's a lot. Um, I mean, it makes Which, sense because you you get your yeah. mount's speed, so it doesn't fucking matter. Okay, I'll take a shot for that. Cool. Okay. <sighs> Jason, what's your question? Okay. So, okay, so I fully stole this from uh, the College Humor Show, Um, Actually. Um, mm. But Hannah, I'm going to describe a turn of combat Okay. that will be riddled with mistakes. Okay, it's a spot the difference type moment. Right, mm-hmm. you will tell me the mistakes, okay? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I love it, I'm listening. Great, here we go. Okay, uh, my character who I didn't name, uh, Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay. Okay, Bobby Flay. Um, is a level five warlock. He is obviously fighting against four horses who are all very angry at him. Of, of course. Of course, of course, of course, of uh-huh. course. Of course, of course. Uh, first, he uses his bonus action to cast Hex on two of the horses... They both fail their con saves and are considered hexed. Then he uses 10 feet of his movement to disengage from the horses and moves away. Then he uses his action to cast a first level armor of Agathus on himself. Then using his reaction, he takes a swipe with his scimitar. No, no one attacked you, Bob. He hits one of the horses, rolling initiative, and gets a nat 20, <laughs> critting- he rolls initiative, what? Critting on the damage. He rolls 2d12 before the crit. He then uses his rest, the rest of his movement to move back towards the horses who get an attack of opportunity against him, and that's the end of his turn. Okay, Bob Ro- Bob Flay. Bobby Flay. A level five warlock. You. First of all, no warlock should be allowed to live that long, but we'll, <laughs> we'll continue on from there. Is fighting oh against God. four horses. Uh-huh. The four horsemen, perhaps, but they're sure. invisible. They're very Great. angry at him, all caps. First, he uses bonus action to get... Okay, I don't know what warlock's bonus actions are, but I, I mean, maybe Hex's that we're going to say yes because I don't know how what warlock's bonus actions look like but sure sure. they both fail their con saves and are hexed again I would expect something to be wrong with this first sentence maybe that's just not a thing that a warlock can actually do but I don't know like I don't know how hex works two of the horses is it an area of effect thing hex it seems like that would be more specific but I don't know enough so I'm going to let it fly um, can you tell me, like, how many? Uh, there's approximately eight. Eight? And how many do I have to get in order to win? Five. What? Five. More than 50%. Oh, sorry. I thought you said, huh. Okay, no, got I said, it. No, I said, uh, five. First, then he uses 10 feet of movement to disengage. Okay, that's... I think in order to disengage, it has to be 
it's an it's an action of some sort to disengage. So you can't use your movement to disengage. Also, you're not in com is fighting. Okay, so look, either is fighting means that the initiative thing is bullshit. If he's fighting, then he's already rolled initiative. Okay. And if he's already rolled initiative, then he could disengage. But the fact is of the matter is that he can't use 10 feet of movement to disengage. So that's one. Okay. He can't just use movement to disengage. Bye. Also, that's probably not the right amount of movement. Then he uses his action to cast a first level armor of Agathis on himself. IDK about that. Then using his reaction, he takes a swipe with his... No, that's wrong because that's not how reactions work. He would have to react to something being done to him. So that's not one. Bye. Okay. He hits one of the horses, rolling initial... Well, the fact that he hits one of the horses is not real, but that goes with the reaction thing. Rolling initiative? No, he's already in a fight, so absolutely not to that. Bye. He gets a nat 20, critting on the damage. That's phrased really weirdly. He then uses the rest of his movement to move back towards the horses who get an attack of opportunity against him. Um... Well, that's just stupid, let me say. Um, the rest of his movement, he used 10 feet to disengage. Then, how, okay, how can he swipe at the horses when he's diseng- when he is, in theory, not within melee of them? So that's a bad one. Done okay. with that. That's stupid. Um, the rolling initiative thing, that deserves two, because there's just nothing about that sentence that makes sense. That's very funny. It's you just only get nothing one. about, like, why did he roll no absolutely not okay i am gonna say there's something weird with the horses being angry with him at all you know that's just it's fair that's fair that's fair yeah um no i'm gonna say for my fifth one okay uh moving back towards the horses and coming into range with something doesn't give them an attack of opportunity against you it's only when you're within melee and then move out of it so that's my fifth one uh, all five are correct. Very yes! good. Very good. Give me the other three. Give me the other three. Um, well, actually, I think there are more than three. I don't know. Um, so first things first, uh, I'm very glad that you, I, I put in a lot of like, uh, tricky questions, like oh, could be a weird thing, but you didn't take the bait, which I love. Um, mm. I, <laughs> specifically put him using his bonus action first as something mm-hmm. that maybe would trip you up as like, right. Oh, you can't do a bonus action before an action, but, but that's, that's not true. You can. You've told me, you've told um, me. Hex only affects one creature. I uh, did comment, but I just don't know enough. Yep. Uh, Hex is not a con save. I think it's a charisma or wisdom save. I forget oh, which I didn't look bitch. it up. Um, hey, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> And then correct on the disengage. You can't do that. Um, there are two things wrong with using his action to cast the first level armor of Agathis on himself. As a this is a this is a very warlock specific thing that I did not expect you to know. As a level five warlock, warlocks the way their spell slots work is you don't get like level one spells, level two spells, level three spells as you level up. You get two spell slots that as you level up, level up with you essentially. So at, by level five, he should only have two level two or three spell slots. That's it. Oh, wow. That's um, so weird. It's very weird. And it's specifically warlocks. You only get two spell slots and they level up with you and you they refresh That's on a short rest. Bonkers. Um, so he couldn't cast a first level armor of Agathis on himself 
that's just impossible. He would have to cast whatever level spell slot he had. Um, also, he cast Hex as a bonus action. He can't cast another leveled spell, which is Armor of Agathis, in the same turn. He would have to cast a cantrip to cast two spells in the same turn. Oh, and Hex is not... I Hex see, is a leveled see, spell as well. <laughs> um, and then, yep, using his reaction, takes a swipe with a scimitar. That's bullshit. That doesn't mean anything. Um, can't hit nothing. when he's not in melee. Correct. Uh, rolling initiative. No, he should have already done what that. What is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, gets an at 20 critting on the damage. Yeah, that was just worded weirdly, but yes. Uh, 2d12 is not the damage for a scimitar. A scimitar does 1d6. <laughs> Um, ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so could have been 2d6 could have been correct depending on how but we usually do 1d6 and just double the dice but that's whatever uh, mm-hmm, movement mm-hmm, to move mm-hmm. back towards the horses who get an attack of opportunity against him only when you're leaving you said that all correct so everything else correct so the things you didn't get were just very warlock specific very fun thanks I fully stole it I from a TV a show I will take my shot now mm. throw it back <sighs> All right, so Hannah, I'm very excited for you to present the uh, first ever percentile dice theme song that you've uh, come prepared with. Got it. Here it is. It's inspired by, uh, I was about to say Nicolas Cage, which is really (laughs) funny, but I'm no John Cage, so. Damn it. Glad you enjoyed that. Damn it. Yeah. It's called Four Seconds and 33 Milliseconds. Wow. Utterly incredible. Great job. Great job. Great job. Thanks. Yeah. 59. 84. Oh, no. It's a shot and a half, essentially. Cheers. One. (laughs) And here comes the half. All right. Okay. We got this. Here we go. (laughs) All right. Yeah, gotta wait. Gotta wait for the squirt. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. All right, everyone, get on your feet. Get up and make it happen. Shake off those winter doldrums. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. And doesn't it feel good? Remember when Blaze and company finally reunited with 14, Asarna, and a mysterious figure who later introduced themselves as M, much to Blaze's dismay, not Garçon. They were informed about the rest of their classmates' time in Lakeside, that they had been search and rescue on the east side, and the gang all reunited with the entire class outside the boathouse and evoker Orda, who had them split up into groups of three and essentially be on cleanup duty for the settlement for the next couple of hours. Uh, After that, they all teleported as a group back to the Institute settlement after a long day. Blaze fell asleep fairly quickly, had a very ominous, scary dream. Oh, such a good dream. And then awoke the next morning to Evoker Orda uh, knocking on their door and in the process of getting ready found a letter from their grandmama. Uh, Such a good letter. Back in Bratha 
Blaze had a, a small emotional moment with the letter and then carried on to class where the class met with the Caligen who offered an explanation as to why they were all teleported to Lakeside Settlement. And additionally, they were all informed that in one month's time, each and every class member of the Institute Sparks would be allowed to go through the ceremony of promotion, perhaps graduating from the Institute. In a cave. Ooh. Uh, the Everyone spent the next month training. Blaze tried to train with Evoker Orda to get some resistance to bludgeoning damage. Did not get there in a month's time, but made some headway. Uh, Shep also learned a new ability. Shep is now able to, once per short rest, create a smoke screen. So cool. Very cool. Blaze spent some time with Zola and Fourteen at breakfast and dinners at Doreen's place. And as that month drew to a close, Evoker Orda stood before the class explaining the ceremony of promotion, explaining that each would be placed in a separate part of the mine with their goal to get to the center. At certain intervals, they would meet another classmate of theirs in a room whose entrance, which led further in towards the center of the mine, would only open once one of them was unconscious, essentially creating a tournament-style one-on-one battle between the entirety of the class. With that, Evoker Order also cautioned everyone to prepare for anything as the horrors that they might face inside the minds of Zadal would be on par with everything that they have interacted with thus far. With that, Blaze took one last look at the rest of their classmates and friends, and they teleported. And that is where we are right now. Blaze, as your skin starts turning that strange blue color and you see the outline around your body, you get one last look at the classroom and then a flash of bluish white light. And this time, you don't spend too long in that weird interim white space. You see it in just the flash of the teleportation and all of a sudden your vision clears, your eyes adjust, and you are standing in a fairly small but spacious, almost like cavernous Mm. space. And it takes your mind a moment to realize that you're in a mine because the room around you truly is that. It's a room. It does not look cave-like except for the fact that the ceilings are tall and that's pretty much it. The entirety of this room is marble white. You White floors, Whoa. white walls, four white columns uh, that delineate the space. Ahead of you is very fancy. Um, You feel the cool tile beneath your feet. You can see there are like small little benches between the columns. There are like small potted plants and there's like a small, 
you can you can hear uh, running water, and you turn to your right, and you can see like a small like fountain mounted in the wall, just like spewing out some water. It's very relaxing in here. What the fuck? Very okay, much not okay. like combat vibes. It's like ooh, a fun like almost like a little spa. Um, ahead of you on the wall. Uh, you can see uh, the faint outline of two doors. Um, you can see they each are handled with like a gold, just like a knob. Um, you can see faint writing on either of them, but you're a little far to make out what it says. And then oh. between the two, you see a large rectangle placed uh, a little above head height for you, just because you're a halfling. Mm-hmm. I short. That is carved out of the wall and you can see the, mm, actually make a perception check for me. Why don't you? Why don't you? Don't you know? That is a 16. Nice. Um, yeah, you can see that the carved outline is actually very small, intricate runes. And even from your distance, which you're probably about like 15 feet away, um, you can see they're like lightly glowing, which is hard to tell on this white surface, but you can see like a small like bluish glow on the outline of this rectangle. What you doing? Well, firstly, I'd like to move closer to see if I can discern what the writing says. Sure, Um, as you walk across the space, just like cavernous marble echoing uh, through this like strange waiting room area. Hi, old. Uh, and as you approach this rectangle, Whoa. Uh, an arcane screen appears and you see in the rectangle between the two doors, a tournament style bracket. Oh my god. I was literally going to make a bracketed joke earlier on when you were doing the recap, but I didn't want to interrupt. So here it is. Make <laughs> joke joke away. <laughs> joke with reckless abandon. Well, no, I can't because ah, you said ah, it. Ah, ah, ah. All right, Blaze. Uh, you're going to roll to see oh, fuck no. what these mashups are like. So, first okay. things first. Mm-hmm. I need you to roll me a D4 to see what quadrant you are placed in. Four. Four. You are placed in the lower left. <laughs> Sorry. That's me no! editorializing. No, I don't like that. Uh, so I do have to tell you uh, there are four quadrants. Uh and one of your classmates, because there are nine of you, gets a buy essentially for the first round. Yeah. So there is one quadrant that has one more battle than the others would have. Uh, and it was the bottom left one. Fucking <laughs> shit, Jason. Uh, so I do apologize for that. Um, Risha is placed in that buy category. No! Yes, she is. She's the she is placed in the buy category. Um, but Blaze, I need you to roll me a D eight. Okay, who's it gonna be of my classmates? Be? That's a seven. Oh no! no! Oh no, Blaze! Fucking shit! Um, who is it? Uh, let's keep rolling. Um, uh huh. Yeah, preserve the tension. Of course. Uh, Blaze, I need you to roll me a D uh, six now. A one. Uh, cool. Roll another D six and uh, re-roll a one. Three. Great. 
Um, okay, uh, roll a D... I guess you can roll a D4 now. Yeah, roll a D4. Mm-hmm. Three. Now I roll again, but re-roll a one, or re-roll a three? Re-roll a three. Yeah. Four. Uh, that means, and I know the last two. This is fucking wild. Uh, okay, so, Blaze, as you approach, you see this bracket <laughs> appears, and you see... Each of the each of the brackets start uh, filled and the names roll and it's like mm-hmm. it, so it's like and they're all randomizing in front of you. That's cool. And you start in the top right. Uh, you see Asarna against Felix. Oh shit! These are all so good. All you permutations. Move down to the bottom right-hand side, you see Ezrin versus Magdalena. Holy fuck! That Which is I would not watch gonna be, that. I would watch that. That is not going to be pretty. I'd watch that. That is uh, like a gladiatorial match, that one. It's going to be good. <laughs> um, in the top left, you see Zola versus Tannis. Also would watch oh, that. Oh, no. I would 100% That's so watch sad. it. We'll see what happens there. Um, Risha gets the buy in the bottom left-hand corner. Yep. And Blaze, the no, person 14. that's left. Fucking hell. The, you right see off the bat? your name Right off 14s. the bat? Right off the bat. And Blaze, I don't know. You tell me. What feeling does that inspire in you in this just moment? Absolute, dr- like my stomach just drops into my pelvis and I want to sit down. As you feel the weight of this moment and you think back to <laughs> all of the times and you fought 14 before and lost. Yeah, and also like I know that I mean, my Blaze's empathic side knows that 14 sure. has done this and not gone through before. And so yeah. kind of roots for... Ugh, fuck. All right. All right. But Blaze, as you stand there looking at all these names, looking at 14's name next to yours, you realize you're not the same halfling that you were eight months ago when you started in the Institute. You've trained a lot. And you've been through a shit ton as well. So have your classmates. But you're not the same person who watched them at the Fanning of the Flames, watched them battle it out. You're not the same person who even lost to 14 and Zola before. True. You actually see your name up there and you realize you stand no longer on a level beneath these people. You stand amongst your peers. Mm. And Blaze, mm-hmm. level up to level five. <gasps> what? Yep. Really? Yes, indeedy. Holy shit. Okay, that I did not expect that. Oh my God. Go to Builder, 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 go to Builder. Oh my God, I did not expect this. How, can I reiterate how I did not expect this? Okay, 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 okay. Wow, right before I fight to hit dice. Oh yeah, so roll, roll 1d8. Oh, well, that's a three, so... Okay, add three to your rolled HP. Incredible. Okay. Um, At level five, I think you get th- access to third level spells. 
I get some random ones already. I get so some because of your prepared. class. Ooh, third level fireball always you have prepared. Fireball now and plant growth because of your wildfire. Wow, hell druidism. yeah! Um, additionally, your proficiency bonus increased, so all of the skills you're proficient in all went oh, up. Oh, I one. see that eight. Yeah, Ooh, perception it's spicy. up. There we go. Uh, insights also up. Blaze, you gotta get rid of that disadvantage, though. Uh, okay. Yeah, well. So, Blaze, feeling your newfound power and standing amongst your peers, you see the doors on either side of the screen that you are now close enough to see the door on the right-hand side, the script that is scrawled across. There's another, like, carved out rectangle on the door you see the word strength in common on the left hand door in the same carved out rectangle uh the word courage i navigate toward the courage side of things yeah you go to the left and you stand in front of this door uh, the door is flush with the wall so you can see the outline of it and the gold knob uh, that's uh, that's on it. I was going to say something like fun and <laughs> eloquent, but apparently it's just but on apparently it. Apparently it's on it. The, do- so. the knob is on the door. Who knew? Wow. Crazy. Wild. Wild. What do you do? I reach out to see if the knob will turn. Sure. Uh, you reach out. You put your hand on the knob and... You see a flash of light. Blaze, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Jesus, fuck. 15. Uh, 15 passes. You Ooh. reach your hand out and you see a flash coming straight from the knob. Immediately, you pull your hand back and you tumble backwards into a backward somersault. And you see, as you come out of the somersault, you see around the knob, the knob flashes. You can see a small arcane rune burned into it that flashes and an explosion of sparks and electrical energy comes off of the knob and then you see the glyph and the rune go dark and deactivate. Blaze, you take two points of lightning damage. Alright. Escaping most of the brunt of the force. Ah, uh, cool. In the back of your mind, you hear Evoker Order be like, prepare for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Blaze, roll me an Arcana check really quickly. I would love eight <laughs> would not love uh yeah you're like oh my god that rune blasted with electrical energy crazy times damn um i just want to wrap like a piece of my shirt around sure. my hand and mm-hmm. try and touch it now uh you do the like middle schooler like put your hand yeah. under your shirt and just like approach it with your hand in your shirt um, you're really hoping no one's looking uh, and you just you have reach cans. out and like trepidatiously grab it and you grab it nothing happens Amazing. All right, I let go because maybe this is a one-use sort of thing. Like it just wanted to give me the courage to then try it. I have to show courage by trying again when something has, you know, mm. impacted me. So uh, I'm going to cast Longstrider on myself. Okay. 
and immediately following that, I'm going to cast uh, Pass Without a Trace. Okay. And then I'm going to open this door. How long do each of those spells last? Both last an hour, and Pass Without Trace is concentration. Love that. Uh, Blaze, take two drinks for those two spells you cast. Oh my god, the first time I've ever (laughs) drunk for a spell. I'm trying to keep us honest. Blaze, you reach for that druidic magic, and you feel like those long reedy grasses from your dream just like wave against your legs for a moment and you feel like you have a bit of more spring in your step Mm -hmm. and then you cast a second spell you cast pass without a trace this room is like strangely being all white you can't find a light source but it is bright in here and as you cast pass without a trace There aren't that many shadows because there's no one source of light, but you see the pillars all start to grow shadows in one direction and they all, the direction is towards you. You see it coming from behind and the shadows come up from the floor and shroud you in them and you feel very sneaky. Um, Very sneaky. And you reach your hand out for the door and it you pull it and it opens and you just see a full doorway sized just blackness almost like mist mm-hmm. like seeping between this whatever's ahead and seeping into this room you can see like a bit of like black mist just like around the edges of the door seeping in but you can't see through it all you see is this black mist. Can I do an arcana check? Sure, go for it. <sighs> Nine. This is some strange dark magics. God damn it. It seems, uh, it do- definitely with a nine, it seems magical, obviously. You feel yeah, like everything no in shit, here is magical. <laughs> and you feel like it is some barrier or something between this place and a next place. Other than that, it's, it's okay, magic of some all kind. Right. I Blaze sticks their hand, their fingertips into it. You stick your fingertips into it? Feels fine. There seems to be like no change in temperature or anything. All right, I hug your... the I hug the frame oh, and sure. try and like just sort of slip around the corner uh, through as, the mist. Uh, frame to your back. Or like hugging the frame. Okay, cool. Uh, You hug the frame and slip in. And as you do, as you pass the threshold, your vision, half of one eye goes black, then the second, and you realize you can't see. And as you slip the rest of your body, I'm definitely not speaking to the mic. Um, You slip one (laughs) eye in, you see black. slipping away from the mic. I'm slipping away from the mic. It's an auditory experience. It's like the mic's not like pick up from around the room. <laughs> it's panning. It's great. Yeah, 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 it's an yeah, immersive yeah. Uh-huh, experience. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> as you move through the threshold, one eye goes dark. And as you keep going, the second eye goes dark. And you can't see anything until you pull the rest of your body around. And you feel there's a corner. And you go around the corner and pull the last of your fingertips through. And all of a sudden, the darkness <laughs> fades. And you see you're standing in 
an earthen carved out rocky tunnel, probably about 15 feet wide. It looks like a typical like mine shaft, kind of what you expected to get into. Uh, As you hug the wall, you turn over your left shoulder to look back at the door. The doorway's gone. It's a solid rock wall. Yep, that tracks. This corridor that stretches out before you, uh, you can see probably about, oh, actually, you don't have dark vision. Uh, You come into a very dark room. There's no, you can't see anything. Scratch all that. You didn't hear any of it. it you can't see anything. <laughs> I, that's good because I was distracted by looking at one of my spells. So, Very um, good. Um, so, Blaze, as you as you cross the threshold, <laughs> you feel the back against the wall, and it's still dark. It's very dark where you are. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to have to alight myself, huh? You reach for your Lightbringer magic, and phew, you see the tendrils of lights bring to action and carve their way down your body emanating from your midsection and as you do so you notice for the first time in a minute like it's been a second since you've cast a light on yourself in the real world and you can see for sure your lines Mm. are thicker you are giving off a little more light than you were before. You have grown as a light bringer, Blaze. You've come into your own. Uh, and you can see now, as the light expands 20 feet around you at all sides, you can see you are in this stone corridor that I already explained, and I'm probably going to leave in, in post, so whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you uh-huh. see the path before you 20 feet out now just continues into inky blackness. What do you want to do? I am going to cut off my light. Cut off your legs. Uh Uh-huh. My light, and I'm going to throw a card. Okay, you cut off your light, and you throw a card straight forward? Yeah. Cool. Roll an attack roll. 19. Cool. Uh, The range on the cards are what? 20, 60. Okay. Uh, You throw... Throw a card straight forward. You cut your light. Nothing happens for a moment. (laughs) And you're sitting there in full pitch black. No sound. No wind. The card doesn't come back. And then all of a sudden, you see 30 feet ahead of you, a light come from beneath somewhere and you watch as the light comes up upwards in front of you and then plink backs into your deck you saw it come from somewhere down somewhere 30 feet ahead of you come from somewhere down and then come upwards and then plink back into your deck Okay, I creep forward. I'm going to alight myself I don't know if I have any ability to control how Large the radius is. It's no, just okay. it's whatever you it's whatever it is. You light and then <clears throat> the okay, twenty feet I, around you uh, expand into light. Cool. I would I will creep forward slowly until I like thirty feet. It seems like I would get to some sort of precipice yeah. or sloping downhill. You keep moving forward and your light moves with you ahead of you in this dark tunnel. And as you keep moving forward. Five feet, ten feet, you start to see your light 
you see the edge of your light moving forward down this tunnel steadily and then all of a sudden you get 15 feet from where you are and it you watch the light which was a line disperse Mm -hmm. as if it opens up into a larger Mm -hmm. space but you can Mm -hmm. still see there's a path ahead of you as you keep moving to where the light dispersed you get to an open cavern ceilings that tower far out of sight you see walls open up again 20 feet on either side far out of sight into blackness but you see the path that you're on this corridor extend but it starts to narrow to a point about 10 feet ahead of you past that inky blackness all around cool I go to the edge of the path extinguish my light and throw a card straight kind of 45 degree angle like down into the nothingness yeah great roll and attack roll we'll see how this goes you said 60 feet's the long or 120 yeah 60 okay gotcha 18 cool you throw it out you wait for the impact doesn't come but the 45 degrees that you threw it at you see it turn into light closer than you would have expected so it it didn't make the full way down it it arced and then plinks into light it illuminates for a brief second make a perception check with disadvantage it's a 25 and a 26 my friend (laughs) jesus christ you're rolling well um you see it illuminates into a small flash of light as it plink and zooms back into your deck with that flash of light, it illuminates nothing. Just oh, black. Jesus. All those are fantastic rolls for- Good roll, though. Okay. You don't even right. see the edges of what this cavern could be. Cool. I. Blaze is going to get down on their hands and knees. Okay. And using their right hand on the, where the path ostensibly takes a turn. Sure. Going to slowly- using that as a guide, make their way toward the tip of this path. In the dark, you make your way very slowly to the tip of the path. and You feel the edge of the path. You feel the tip. You, f- you, you, touch, you touch the tip. I touch the tip. You touch, I the, touch tip. the tip. You have a fun time a with the off. tip. Uh, you Straight down. Dirty 20. Uh, it again bursts into light. Uh, perception check with disadvantage. Seventeen and a twelve. Cool. Uh, it bursts with light. You see nothing. It illuminates. You, you see as you throw it straight down. You see the cliff face of this path, sixty feet down. You see it continuing down. Yeah. And as it blinks and traces the line up the cliff face back to you. You see a solid pointed cliff face as it plink back into your deck. Can I make a weird perception check? Go for it. To do what? What are you looking for? Or maybe it's insight. Sure. I want to know, given all of Blaze's experience. Yeah. Whether they have sort of the gut feeling that like this is a wild subversive moment where like in order to display courage, they're supposed to 
just blindly jump off this cliff because I don't want to die. But like there is a distinct possibility in my mind that maybe like this is what the word courage was supposed to inspire, which I think it I I don't know about that because it seems pretty thick. But why don't you roll me an insight check? That's a 15. Uh, Under a 10 drink just to keep us reminded Mm -hmm. Um, and if you didn't weren't drinking for all those other ones that were under ten, because you have really high no, perception. No, I was. I was. Okay, I good, was. good, good, good. Um, Fifteen. <laughs> how does Jason explain to Hannah how Hannah should no, not no. kill Blaze? <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, Blaze saw the words courage and strength. You flash back briefly to what uh, Evoker Orta said. Evoker Orta said that this was different than a test. It was a ceremony. But also, everything that you've been through with Lightbringers so far, there's been some kind of test or a lesson that they want you to learn. It's there's there's always a an aspect of like weird faith or like doing the right thing or mm-hmm. you know, something that they want you to do. So this strange cliff does tickle the back of your brain as like action is better than inaction just as a light bringer in general and you did open a door that said courage shit son my gut's in the right place we'll see okay we shall see (laughs) if now I jump off this fucking cliff Jason and you're like and blaze takes 180 points of bludgeoning damage before your fight with 14 would suck huh I mean, you saw 60 feet down. You saw no end to this. Yeah. I'm going to alight fully. Great. You glow. You can see 20 feet around you. There's nothing in front of me, right? 20 feet out, just black. Just darkness of this cave. And it is so eerily silent in the way that, like, only being underground can get this quiet. And Blaze, roll me a nature check really quickly. Okay, I have another idea. Great, 12. I love ideas. Um, never mind. It's uh, yeah, it's quiet. It's it's underground and quiet. I'm gonna cast firebolt straight down. Hundred and twenty feet. Yep. You 17. shoot a firebolt straight down, and you watch it sail through the air further and further away like you've never cast firebolt at its max and you watch it and right at the tail end of its lifespan it fizzles out but for the moment that it fizzles it gets brighter for that last moment Mm -hmm. and you see the tip actually see a few tips of stone spikes Oh, Jesus. Blaze is going to go back to the tunnel. Sure. And just quick perception check. Anything funkalicious in here? Uh, Yeah, roll perception. It's a 27. Are you standing? Where are you standing? I'm standing not inside the tunnel. I'm standing. I want to survey the entrance to the tunnel, the immediate wall surrounding. Yeah. 
As you look back at the face of the tunnel and the opening, your light expands into the darkness. You see two things with a 27. One, above the uh, entranceway back into the tunnel, you see Mm -hmm. emblazoned again the word courage. Two, you see to the left-hand side facing the tunnel, a small, very small stone platform like three feet off to the side beneath the sides of the path, the pathway coming to the point. You see a small uh, ledge three feet down. Uh, You go and you go and step. And as you do so, you can see there is a small series of steps leading continuously down and around the side of the tunnel. Or is courage jumping and impaling myself on the spikes? This seems like not courageous. This seems like... The spikes were immediately down, right in front of the probably, tip of this thing. Probably, yeah, 120 was when it burst, so probably like 140 feet down is where the spikes were, and you sent your firebolt straight down. All right, I keep going on these. Fucking shit, though. I want to do the extreme thing, but I value Blaze's life. All right, stone steps. Let's go. Let's go. We'll do the cool. boring one. You continue down the stone steps. You go, you hop to the next one. You hop to the next one. Because you kind of have to, they're like, they're spaced apart a little bit. And they're yeah. like a little bit. You, you hop to the fourth. You hop to the I fifth. I would like to ascertain, like, I want to scope it out. Like, is this a safe one to hop to? And then I'll hop to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, great. Uh, roll me, uh, roll me an, in, uh, an insight check as you're hopping. 20 dirty. They seem fine. They seem very stable. Each one, as you hop, you feel solid. You test them out, different things. You, like, throw something. Like, you throw, like, your bundle of rope to see if it can, like, maintain your mm-hmm. weight. Seems fine. Uh. Next one. As you hop to the fifth, your feet hit the ground. You, just like the rest, feels fully fine. But something wells in you. It's It happens in your chest first. And instead of rising into your throat, it feels like it's pushing out of your chest. It is anxiety to the nth degree. Your brain starts to split open as you feel true and unadulterated fear. Blaze. I do have advantage against being frightened. It is not being frightened. It is an anxiety that lives in your body. You fully take 17 points of psychic damage as you hit this stone step five of them down and your vision goes white and you are standing at the precipice of fucking shit I was fucking right already down to half hit points okay I need to do something about this yeah I am going to healing word myself at a third level and then immediately use the pearl of power to restock regain that that spell great do that do it up heal up for what is it (laughs) 3d4 plus 17 nice (laughs) very good blaze so funny 
Blaze, you are standing at the precipice of this cliffside. What are you doing? Jump. Running jump? I'm just gonna, yes, fall, absolutely. Just, I'm gonna doing? fully back up. Okay. Uh, my speed is 35 right now. Oh, wow. Oh, great. Oh, plus 10 for Longstrider. Yes, of course. Yeah, so I'm going to back up like 33 feet. Sure. And then just jump as close to the tip and just push off as far as I can into the nothingness. Yep. And like throw, Blaze throws their arms wide behind them Mm -hmm. in just kind of like a surrendering, but like also almost, I don't know. I want to say superhero-esque. Sure. Dive. Blaze, as you do so, you push off. You leap into the darkness far out and you rock it down and you feel the wind batting against you and you Jesus. know what's coming at 140 feet. You rock it downwards 50 feet, 60 feet, 70 feet, 80 feet, 90 feet. And as your glow just ahead of you illuminates the spikes that stand there, the stalactites coming at you, Blaze, are you doing anything? You have a second to react as they come into view just ahead of you. I know. No, I don't. I, I'm committed to this. Blaze, you keep your eyes wide open as you brace for impact, but don't even brace. And all of a sudden, you watch as a spike comes straight for your face. You see it enter your line of vision. Your eyes go cross-eyed as it enters, and then you're past it. And there's Mm. nothing except that smoky darkness, and it alights to a lighter white smoke and Blaze, you are standing in a different room now. I fucking knew it. I should have followed my first goddamn instinct. Help. Uh, But it's very fun. Blaze, you're standing in a new room now. You can now see it's lit differently. It actually takes your eyes a moment to adjust, or it would have if the darkness had not faded to light and redilated your pupils to necessary. You're standing in probably like a 50-foot diameter room. It's completely circular, but it feels almost similar to the one that you were just in. Behind you is a stone wall, but ahead of you is this pathway that comes to a cross intersection. Straight ahead of you, 50 feet, you can see an opening with stairs leading up, and you can see a light from the staircase. You realize you don't need to be a lit right now to see that or anything else because- I stop being a lit. You immediately cut off your light bringer powers. You stop being lit and you realize there's light in this room. There's a glow. It's coming from below. And as you make that realization, you realize that the temperature in this room is sweltering hot. Immediately, all of your clothes begin to stick to your body as you are covered in sweat. Must be 14. Maybe he's close. (laughs) Mm. Um, You look over the side because this pathway is seemingly the same kind of like miney earthen corridor pathway that extends into this cross section. Um, You look over one side and you can see it. 
a orange red light of pure magma below. Jesus. Not only that, but as you look over, you see the level steadily rising. It's probably about 100 feet below you, but you see it, it's already starting to rise. As you're making these quick perceptions of the room around you, oh, actually, I said it. Why don't you roll me a perception check? A perception check. Very low DC. And 22. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> On either side of this cross intersection, the middle of the cross is probably 25 feet ahead of you. The end of the hallway ahead of you is 50 feet. On either side of this cross, the right and left, 22, you said? Yep. Okay, you can see uh, a couple of things. To the right, you see three robed figures all lying down on a small, this, uh, the corridor or the pathway opens up to a small plateau. Um, you see like three robed figures all kind of huddled and like lying down on that platform. To the right, you see a single robed figure whose hood is a little askew with a 22. You can see the single figure to your left is Kit. What the fuck? Blaze, I will tell you with a 22 perception check, you know the rate the magma is rising in here, it will take three turns to reach the level you are at. What do you do? Is it clear that I've been spotted? Because I do still have No one seems trace. to make, even Kit, like all these figures are lying down on the ground. They look, with a 22 perception check, they look unconscious to you. How far away are the stairs? The stairs from you are 50 feet. The way out directly ahead of you is 50 feet out. I take the dash action, which will give me a speed of 70 feet. Yep. You just straight go straight through? Yep. Okay. Uh, Blaze, you run full speed, not looking at either direction. You head straight through across this pathway, and as the heat rises, oh, you don't shit. even look back. I should back. save them. That's the problem. And Fuck. you pass through. Are you going up? The, I mean, you have 50. It'll take 50 feet to get to the base of stairs. You can keep going. You can see the stairs go up and go into. You see another doorway with like white smoke. Uh, you have 20 feet of movement left. What are you doing? Uh, Blaze turns around and says, if the spikes were re weren't real, then these people are in no danger. And then turns and runs up the stairs. And by runs, Great. I mean, well, it's still my dash action, so I guess I have to run. Quasi-stealthily would be chill. Sure, you have enough movement to get through like this weird smoky misty passageway if you want to you have enough movement to do that you can do it at whatever pace you want yes I would like to do it and do it stealthily great you turn around you say that and you start stealthing uh, are you moving th you get up to the archway with this now white mist that obscures your way through are you moving through it and are you moving through it stealthily Yes, both. Great. Uh, Blaze, roll me a stealth check, and you can add 10 because of Pass Without Trace. It's a 24. 
24. Great. Uh, drink because is that below 10? It was a nine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Blaze, you pass through the archway. Mm. The mist all around you do just see white for a moment. Blaze, uh, because I forgot a few things, before I describe what you see, I need you to make me a couple rolls. I need you first and foremost to roll a d100. 52. Okay. Cards roll. and a deck, baby. Okay, I wish I didn't say that. 52. <sighs> cards and a deck. Um, Roll a d100 one more time for me. 29. Great. Good to know. Uh, okay. Blaze, uh, as you pass through this weird, misty doorway, I need you to roll me a d12. Ooh, a d12. Never mm. have I ever. Ooh. Five. Cool. Uh, and then roll me a d6. One. Cool. Great. Blaze, the mist swirls around you and coalesces as you stealthily move through the mist parts. And you find yourself in a hot, misty, tepid, damp swamp. What the fuck? It's fairly dark in here. You see gnarled trees growing their roots in the water. You see a fine, thick layer of mist across the entirety of whatever is the flooring of whatever the swamp is. You see vines hanging down. All the trees are like dark and twisted with like black leaves. You can tell there's water running somewhere in here, but with the mist, it's almost impossible to see. And as you move through stealthily, the first step you take into this room, your foot sinks like two Mm, inches into muck and mud. Uh, And you pull it out and you continue to try to move a a little. Hey, thanks. Uh, You try to move a little more stealthily. Um, staying very low in the mist. Even once you like get your face into the mist, it's still very hard to see through. When you enter, roll me a perception check. 22. Cool. Uh, you turn quickly over your shoulder. The doorway you stepped through, gone. You just see more bog yep. and swamp. With a 22. Does the bog extend as far as the eye can see? Yes, it does. You notably only see, actually, dead ahead of you, probably 40 feet ahead of you, you do see in the middle of this bog that does extend, you see a black rectangle just literally sitting in space that as soon as you clock it, you watch splashing through 14 bolt through as do I have he does time to so do something? uh no we are about to enter initiative we're you essentially entered in, enter initiative when you get in the space we are going to enter initiative as i describe it you watch 14 splash through you watch the doorway <laughs> vanish behind him and i need us to roll initiative does he see me though 
14 does not seem to see you. As he does splashes Does that mean we in. don't enter initiative? You are in entering initiative, though. Okay, so I need to roll anyway. Yes. That's a seven. That is so funny. Let me tell you, uh, you and 14 both rolled sevens for initiative. Wow. At the top of the order, Blaze, you get to go first. You are unseen by 14. You are about 40 feet away. In this boggy swamp, you can see there are trees growing everywhere. There, it's it's not a clear and easy path to 14. It's hard to see what might obstruct you on the ground because this mist is kind of covering everywhere. Um, but is there a tree near me? There's definitely there are multiple trees near you. Is there a tree that it looks like I could stealthily get to and hide behind that is within say? 30 feet. So if I move toward him, 10 or actually only five feet, is there a tree that would put him within my 35 foot range is what I'm asking you. Is there a tree five feet closer to him that I could slip behind stealthily? Yeah, you're unseen to him as of now. Um, Great. I'm going to go behind one of those trees then. Probably 10 feet away. One that is 10 feet closer to him. So I would be then 30 feet from him. Okay, Blaze, as you start to move... Your is feet it, are dragging, and it seems like it's difficult terrain, so it will take That's double, fine, as long as I can do it stealthily. Speed. Yeah, yeah, if absolutely you can. Okay. You'll get to the tree, but it will, it will take 20 feet of your movement to get to the tree that's 10 feet away. That's fine. Cool. And from behind the tree, I'm going to cast Hold Person. Okay. Wisdom save? Yeah. Okay. 14, here we go. DC what, 16? Yeah. On a natural two. Yes! You watch 14's body <laughs> freeze in place. Okay, oh that's your God, action that and 20 huge. feet of your movement. That was huge, okay. You have a bonus action and yep. 15 feet of movement left. Oh, this is the moment of truth. Fuck. Blaze steps out from behind the tree and walks 20 feet into clear visual range of 14 and mm -hmm. then will speak. Okay. It's still difficult terrain <laughs> as you come through. So you can only walk it's about. So sexy. <laughs> so fucking sexy. Uh, you can only walk uh probably whatever seven more feet because I think that you only had 15 left but yeah you walk out and you say please don't make this harder than it needs to be I have something that will make this painless if you'll just I just don't want to fight you obviously 14 is paralyzed and yeah cannot speak, speak cannot react in any way shape or form that you I can discern I don't want to fight you I don't want to fight you I know you might not. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you wouldn't be 14 if you didn't put up a fight. And I get that. But I am going to walk up to you. And if I can make it to you, then I hope you'll just consent to this last spell and we can move on and be friends again. All right, Blaze. Is that the not end that of your Not that we're not friends turn? now. I mean... <laughs> 
the awkwardness uh, as you, comes as you have back to, out. As you have to rein yourself back in, your turn does end because it's been way more than six seconds. Uh, great. At the end of 14's turn, he can roll a wisdom save. It's wisdom, mm-hmm. yeah? Yep, same thing. Natural five. It does not, does not pass. He's still frozen to the spot. At initiative 20. Oh, no. You hear Blaze. An explosion of the swamp from behind you. You watch the swamp. You actually can't see because it happens it happens behind you. You turn just in time to get a faceful, maybe, of a swamp gunk. water. Blaze, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 14 automatically fails. So 19. Uh, Blaze, you pass. You take... Ooh. ooh, ooh. Blaze, you take nine points of acid damage as you duck away as the swamp explodes. Some of it gets on you and you watch as it sizzles into your skin. You don't get the full brunt. 14, fully paralyzed, gets the full 18 points of acid damage. And then... Blaze, uh, you see rising out of the swamp on one on your left hand side, one on your right hand side, and one right behind 14, three rising out of the swamp, drenched, covered in like weird swamp weed and moss and lichen, three glowing myconoid creatures rise out of the swamp and start moving their way through at the two of you. Um, Oh no, I know, oh no, I didn't remember anything about fighting the first one. I don't remember anything. So uh, the one behind 14 is obviously going to go for 14, who is closest. It gets advantage on this roll because he is paralyzed. Might do their job for you. <laughs> Rolled so badly on both. Oh God! Misses fourteen. You watch as one of these microid <laughs> beings comes through the swamp, and as it's rearing back its fist to like hit fourteen, its back leg gets stuck in the swamp as it does so, and it can't right itself in time and just. Oh my it, God! A giant like explosion of water next to 14 goes up. The other two are moving towards you, Blaze. Uh, You moved closer to 14. They have enough movement to get into melee with you. Um, One is going to... I mean, I don't think either of these can hit you if I'm being fully honest with your ridiculous AC, but we will see. One of them misses you. Uh, That is cocked. Fire... Uh, both, I rolled two fives, uh, both just splash in the water, uh, as they come at you. Uh, but now two of them, these like fully fungal headed myconoid creatures just just standing in front of you. Uh, Blaze, it is your go again. Yeah. I'm going to use firebolt as a cantrip for now. Uh, Blaze, you send out a firebolt on which one? 
the one that is least likely to go for 14. Okay, so, so on one of left, the ones on either of you. Uh, great, roll a uh, spell attack roll with disadvantage. Yeah, because they're close, I know. Yep. It's a 13. Uh, 13 hits, roll for damage. Yes. Uh, and because you are level five, it is 2d10. Yeah, baby. That is a 17. You, this thing goes up in flames and splashes into the swamp. The sizzle of your flames extinguished, fully dead. Oh, yes. Okay. And now I'm going to use a bonus action. Mm -hmm. Shit, I should have, well, no, then I would have been seen if I had Shep. Uh, deck of cards then. Two. The one that's second nearest to me. Cool. It's an 18 to hit. With disadvantage? Fuck. It's a 10. Uh, you throw your card. Yeah. It slings through the air, just razors past the creature's head and hits a tree and plink, goes back into your deck. Um, okay. Uh, any movement? No. Cool. Uh, end of 14's turn. He's going to take a... Uh, what's your DC? 16? Yep. Rolls an 11 plus 5. 16, 14. At the end of wow. his turn, breaks your hold person spell. <laughs> you watch as 14. You can see 14's damaged already. Like, he's not yeah. looking good. Uh, especially from that acid burn, you can see, like, parts of his face are, like, burned and singed from oh, the acid. No. Uh, and he looks at you. You see his, like, golden hair is now f has now fallen from, like, it's perfectly, like, weirdly, mm -hmm. beautifully quaffed, quaffed uh -huh. but also messy. Is, like, in the humidity and the splash of the swamp fallen around his eyes. And he's like, dirty trick, uh, but I respect it. Um, and that's the <laughs> end of his turn at the top of initiative order. You hear from all around you in the swamp. Whispers. And then a scream, a ghostly wail goes through the space. Uh, Blaze, I need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. 14 will do so as well. It's a 27, I don't know, does that save? Uh, yeah, and uh, also I think you have advantage to being frightened, so I think you're fine. Uh, 14 rolled a 10 plus 5 is 15, also fine. Um, you hear this <laughs> scream that goes throughout, and you're like, that was weird. Um, you're like, I <laughs> um, cool. Um, that is that the end of the layer action. Um, these myconoid creatures are going to go. Um, one is going to take an attack on you, Blaze. Mm. I'm rolling like dog shit tonight. I love this. Four plus three is a seven. Yes, it is, boo boo. Mm. Uh, the one going Drink after up. 14 will take an attack. 11 plus four is not gonna hit. Um, great, uh, great, both of them. Both of you and 14, now who can move. You watch 14 easily sidestep this mushroom, fully unfazed, as you do the same. And you both are just eyes locked on each other. Oh, God. Uh, great, oh Blaze. Oh, God. You're up. What are you doing? 14 does not look good. 
And these mushrooms are also just harrying both of you. Okay, I'm gonna do the same thing. Uh, actually, fuck. Actually, fuck. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna fuck. I'm going to actually fuck. Uh, no, I'm gonna do the same thing. Uh, firebolt. Yep. Cool. Roll disadvantage. Twenty. Dirty twenty. Yeah. Hits. Roll for damage. You'll definitely toast this thing, but do it anyway. Well, that can Ooh. suck my ass. That's a three. With two d10. <laughs> 2d10, I rolled a 2 and a 1. Uh, you send off the firebolt, and this thing, seeing you immolate its friend, this thing puts its fist under the swampy water and raises it, it just in time that that coats its swamp, it, it coats its fist in swamp water as it protects itself. You watch the fire arc off of it. Uh, its limb is singed, but it is still going. Uh, that is your action. Do you have a bonus action you'd like to do? Yeah, same thing. Deck of cards. Here we go. Disadvantage. Roll for it. It's another dirty 20. Nice. Jeez, you're rolling so well. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Roll damage. I think it's just a D4 plus five. It's eight. Eight points of damage. Uh, 11 is plenty. You throw your deck of card, you throw a card and it just slices straight through the myconoid's head Mm. and it falls, splashes into the water and you watch your card re-put itself in your deck. What would you like to do? You still have movement left. And now no one's within melee of me. True. Gonna back up. Okay, you back up. I'm gonna Uh, back up and I'm gonna try and hide behind a tree if possible. Yeah, you can get to behind that tree that you were behind before. And I don't know if I have any ability to ascertain this, but if I can hide from 14 again, I will. You can't hide because hiding is an action, but you are outside of 14's line of sight right now. Great. Start there. Cool. 14's turn. Oh, baby boy. What's he finally going to do? I finally get to do something this fucking turn. I love this. Um, great. This is going well. Is it? I feel like it's going poorly. Um, from behind the tree as you stomp over in this swamp, kicking up water as you do, get behind this tree, you hear 14 yell again the way he did when you were fighting him and Zola, but he just lets out a yell. And as he does so, you're not a lit right now, but you can almost feel the veins of light in your underneath your skin just like itch mm. a little. His power. And he is going to regain some HP. He'll regain. Ooh, nice roll, hunty. Oh Good boy. job, baby. Good job, BB. Um, and then he's going to use his action to do something you can't see since you can't see him right now. Because I assume your back is to the tree. Nope. Great. Uh, You hear (laughs) and 14 rounds the tree and is in melee with you. Uh, And that is his turn. Cool. Does he look different? Uh, yeah, roll me an insight check. Uh, you don't need disadvantage on this. It's not social. It's an 18. Uh, he looks almost fully healed. 
Holy shit. And as he rounds the tree, he's like, hey, Blaze, sorry if I'm not going to give up that easily. And uh, that's the end of 14's turn. At the top of initiative order, this time, you now see, now that you've been in the swamp for a little while, you can see growing on the sides of a lot of these trees, and even the one you're standing next to and hiding behind, you now see these small, very easy to miss because they're right at the mist level, small orange mushrooms growing on the side of these trees right at the roots, and they all, you watch as the ones right between you and 14 as you lock eyes, you look down because you hear a faint as you watch them almost retract a little bit and then spores throughout the entirety of the swamp burst. Uh, And I need you to roll a constitution saving throw with advantage because of your necklace. Harmful gas and vapors, yeah. Very good. Uh, Roll a con save with advantage, Blaze. That's good because the first one was not good. Bad, 14, you're rolling so bad. Um, Yes, 14. That's fine. Uh, Blaze, you are, uh, Blaze, you take four points of poison damage. 14 takes seven. Uh, That one passes, so 14 is not poisoned. You hear running through the swamp. Uh, That other myconoid creature uh, comes up behind 14. Thank God. Takes a swing at 14. Natural two does not hit. (laughs) Um, 14, as it... Boom! It hits the tree right above your head as 14 ducks, and you feel the impact, and you see splinters go off, and you're like, ah, I'm fucking, I'm in the middle of it now. Um, and Blaze, that's your turn. Uh, cool. I, Blaze says, to be fair, I wouldn't have expected anything less of you. And then, wild shapes. Nice. Into uh, ape, ape again. The classic ape form. We Let's love go. an ape. We love an ape. We love an ape. Um, and then, well, that's my action. That is your action to wild shape. Blaze, have you taken damage this round? This this combat? Mm, I did take da- I took. The half damage. I never took full damage. I always. But you took it twice. Yes. I think it's. Oh, I think the layer actions only happen twice. Uh, Blaze, I do need you to roll me two Constitution saving throws to maintain concentration on pass without a trace. It's an eleven and a fifteen. Both pass. Congratulations. Yes. The eleven okay. you will have to drink for, though. Yes, of course, of course. Okay, Blaze, that's your action. You have bonus action and movement, uh, but only ape bonus actions. I don't think I was going to say, not with an ape. Um, you are within melee, though. Yeah. I'm going to stay here. Okay. Great. All right. Here we go. 14. Uh, you watch as 14. Truly, his full back is turned to this myconoid creature. You watch as 14 casts his hand over his 
Jason checks to see what kind of weapon he wields. You watch as 14 casts his uh, hand over his longsword and you see the green flames that you've seen him summon before alight on the edges of his sword and he takes a swing at you, Blaze. Here we go. Here, It's all come down to this. What die will I use? What's rolling well? None of my dice have been rolling well tonight. Okay, we'll try this one. Come on. 19 to hit. Nope. What's your ape's AC? Oh, shit, I'm a fucking ape. Yes! No! What's your ape's AC? 17. Yes, motherfucker. Okay. So he's going to deal 1d8 for the fire damage. He's going to deal 1d8 for the longsword damage. And he is going to use a second level divine smite on this. Holy fuck. You watch as the flames glow green as they're meant to and as he strikes you try to reach up to a branch to pull yourself away but 14's quicker even in this bog even stuck to the ground his blade slices through the air and you're reaching for a branch you're you got it in your hand you pull yourself up and your feet as an ape are stuck and that second to get your feet unstuck is the only moment 14 needs as he slices straight across your body. And as he does so, you feel the flames and the heat, but then you also watch his sword burst bright with radiant energy. That's an extra 3d8 damage. Okay, bring it the fuck on. Okay, so this is his normal damage. There better be some fucking healing Ooh, bullshit in the next antechamber. Rolled bad. Uh, so, uh, nine points of damage to your ape, plus. Or is your ape still up? Absolutely still up. Great. Plus seven more points. So, 16 points of damage to your ape. Cool. Not great. 14 is then going to use a bonus action to cast a spell. And you watch as as he hits you, his other hand passes in front of him, and you see a shimmering golden shield uh, appear right in front of his body. And that is the end of his turn. At the top of the order, you hear... Fucking lair. As nothing comes at you, no spores, no burst, but you hear something rise from the bog, from your back is to the stream, from behind the tree, you hear something rise. Something fairly big. Mm. And it's this big thing's turn. Um, you hear as something rounds the other side of the tree and you see lumbering above you a giant myconoid that stands probably eight feet tall puts its hand on the tree and then 
spores burst from its head. Bring roll it a the con save on. with advantage. Uh, 14 will just normally roll. Oh, yeah. 14's got it. 18. Uh, you've got it. Uh, whatever this spore effect happens, nothing seems to phase. Uh, you used the ape's con, but not yours, yes? Uh, that's a great point. Uh, okay, it's it's seventeen then. Great, yeah, still passes. You're fine. Um, these spores get uh just disperse over you, and no effect seemingly. And you quickly glance a look at fourteen. He seems unaffected. And Blaze. Oh nope, it's the other Mykonoid's turn. It's going to attack fourteen. Yeah, no, roll the nine. It's not going to hit. <laughs> Just another 14. Literally not even looking now. This Mykonoid's beating against 14's armor <laughs> behind him. And you Nothing. just watch. You actually watch. It's like hitting 14, but you see like, like mm-hmm. bursts of arcane Ricochet energy off. or like radiant energy as it's hitting him. He fe- he seems to feel no damage. Blaze, it's your turn as an ape. Fun. In this melee with wrong. a large mushroom man and 14. Yeah, this is the wrong call fully. Um, you can drop it as a bonus action. I will drop it. Great bonus action. You as I you drop just from the branch. Yeah. Reform into yourself. You weren't. You were on the branch, but also stuck in. And as you got hit, you just reform into place and just splash back into the water. When you're there in your halfling form, you have an action and movement left. I look up at 14 and say, what do you say we take care of this and then we can take care of each other? And then I firebolt. Man, should I be this? I think, you know what? I've not gone with my gut. I'm gonna, oh God, but the, the chance that you'll return my spell slots is different than just healing. Uh, I'm going to save my spells for the humans, and I'm going to use another uh, firebolt on this. The big one or the one the, that's harrying 14? The big one. Okay. That's a 27 to hit. With disadvantage that it is in melee. That's a 20. Yeah. Hits. Roll 20. for damage. It's a 14. No uh, pun intended. Ooh. like it. Saucy. Uh, you... Send a firebolt, and your firebolts have grown. Another just marker of how you've grown. Your firebolts are bigger, and you send it right into this creature's face. You see the char marks around this creature's face, and you you see it still lumbering towards you. Yeah, not that hit, not that hurt, Makes and not sense. that hit. It was a fucking cantrip. Um. That's that then. Cool. That's the end of your turn. Uh, it is 14's turn. Blaze, roll me a persuasion check as you did not attack 14 and intimated that you wanted to finish these myconoids before you guys. That's an 18. Okay. I'm going to roll insight for 14. My charisma should go up for that. I mean, that's a very good roll, babe. Uh, 14 looks at you, clocks what you've done, nods, and turns back to the myconoid that's attacking him. Fuck yeah. You see the fire go again around his blade. 
Nat 20 on the small one. Unnecessary, wow. cool. babe. Unnecessary. Cool, cool. Good thing cool. he didn't attack you that turn. Um, uh, Hannah, take three large sips for me uh, as I roll so much damage. Uh, <laughs> this thing fully takes... <laughs> This thing fully takes 24 points of damage. Okay, that was unnecessary. Uh, you watch as as 14 sees your eyes in one swift movement, turns and slices straight through the Myconoid that's attacking him and can't stop his momentum. Slices halfway through the tree behind you. Oh my God. And you feel the tree... <clears throat> and like start to bend at the angle as 14 removes his blade. That's his action. He's going to test you. 14 leaves your melee. Yeah, I'm not taking the attack. And rounds the tree into a flanking position on this mushroom man. Yeah, I won't, I won't attack. Okay. Uh, and 14 flanks this large mushroom man between you two. That's the end of 14's turn. At the top of the initiative order. Mm-hmm. Again. You see another burst of swamp acidy water. Uh, Blaze, I need you to make me a deck saving throw. And also, this myconoid monster will do so as well. 17. Fully fails. Blaze, your uh, you'll take half damage. 14's gonna take full damage again. Yes. Y'all are well. I rolled poorly. Blaze, you take three points of acid damage. All right. Top of initiative order. Big Manny Man is gonna take some swings. All right. Mushroom Man. Yeah, I guess he's got to attack. Right. He's. He's done his spores. Oh, he uses a spore and then attacks? Cool. Um, you watch from the top of his crown, This his head kind of forms, this like goes outwards and then forms like a small crown with little points at each end uh, where you see like sm- even smaller little like blue mushrooms blooming out of. And from the top, you see Cute. more spores. Uh, Blaze Constitution saving throw with advantage. 14 is going to roll with normal. Yeah, 14's fine. 19 and a 23. Yeah, you're fine. Blaze, you've done damage to this thing, yeah? Yeah, uh, he's, he's going to take an attack yes, at you. Yes, I did 14 damage. Yeah, yeah. Um, your AC's back to 20 because you're normal. Uh, will not hit with an 8. Uh, takes another swipe at you and... Hits the tree next to you, and you watch as it cracks and mm. falls into the swamp and makes a large splash. Um, cool, very cool, fun. Cool. Very fun. Very fun. 14 was not there, so it didn't hit 14. Blaze, that's you. I summon Shep. Uh, uh, Blaze, you took damage. I, before you summon Shep, I need you to roll me a quick uh, constitution saving throw. 14. Yeah, great. Okay, uh, as an action, you summon Shep where? I summon Shep right in front of this thing. Like, within Uh, clear eyesight of this thing. So, between 14 and I. Okay. 
Um, is what I'm envisioning, but I don't sure. know where it's facing. Uh, you know that when you summon Shep, every creature within 10 feet of it, other than you, takes 2d10 fire damage without a deck save, yeah? Yep. So, okay. Uh, both 14 and this thing will roll then. Yeah, and as I summon Shep, I'm going to go, sorry! Uh, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, this thing rolls. The thing fails, so roll damage. 14 rolls a 17 naturally on That's the die, great. so uh, does not take any damage. Glad you dodged. So roll full damage for the creature. 13. Nice. Uh, Shep appears, wreaths and flames just hovering right above the mist. Uh, 14, as the splash of the tree goes down, 14 ducks, as you say, sorry, and the splash arcs over as 14 Ooh, yes. ducks beneath the mist, and Shep's fire just turns it into more mist as 14 surfaces again, uh, and it's like, oh, it's it's fine, uh, and Shep appears, and this creature takes how many damage again? What'd you say? Uh, 13? 13, yep. Gotcha. Uh, and this creature, more fire, bursts into it. Okay, that's your action, Blaze. Bonus action, Flame Seed. Okay, roll to attack. It's a three. Sorry, Shep, honey. Haven't called you in a long time. Uh, yeah, drink for Shep. Uh, Shep bursts in, hits the creature with flames. Shep immediately, just over eager, unfurls his trunk and Just like a happy little out. trumpet. Just, just yeah. like Nope, that was bad. <laughs> Uh, and good. Uh, fully the creature after taking the damage just like sees the seed coming and just like dodges <laughs> to the side slowly and, cool, and just like friend. gives like a cool. shrug like okay yeah. uh, okay Blaze that's your action bonus action that's any it. movement great that's the end uh, of your turn mm-hmm. Shep Burns brightly next to standing next to 14. 14 looks a little perturbed. Uh, this giant mushroom that has just felled a huge tree next to you looms over you, facing towards you. 14 stands behind you, glowing. You're not looking great, you're not feeling great, but you know neither is 14. True. And you don't know where this battle's gonna go. And that's where we're going to no, end the episode are you kidding me? for the night. No. Yeah. Yep. But we didn't. I'm sorry. I. It's okay. way too late for us to keep going. I begrudgingly understand. Sorry. And. So sorry. Wow. I feel so chill. Oh, I feel good. Like most times at the end of the episodes. It's because I didn't expect it. I've been caught off guard in like a weird way. Sorry, you know, I'm just I, I like, apologize. I'm just I'm just in it and I don't know how to get out. Okay. Well I think it's a chill it's a chill end. It's a chill end tonight, you I think know? It's a chill end. I think it's, it's just like, a chill end. Like maybe we just say it. Maybe we're just like, hey. Hey. Don't D and D. Don't D and D. Don't don't drink do responsibly. It. Drink responsibly and always. Don't do this. And don't do this. Because, you know. Sometimes it's just a chill end because you really want to keep going. Sometimes it's just, it's caught you off guard and you just got to calmly shut the door to the set and walk off screen. You know what I mean? Just. We love you all. 
We love you all. And we want have to a kiss all of your faces, or but morning. also chill. Chill. Or night. Very chill. Very That's chill. The same thing as evening. Chill kisses in yeah, the chill evening or morning kisses, or night. Chill or both. Hugs. Just chill. Just like ride them. Ride the wave of life. Just just chill. Just, just chill. chill. Yeah. Just chill. Chill. Theme music is gonna sound so chill after this. It's gonna sound. <laughs> 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 <laughs>